I'm Lars. And I'm Dan. And this is our deep dive of every uh, James Bond movie ever made. How's everyone doing? It's been a bit. It has been a bit. Um, doing okay. We're heading out to the mountains this weekend, going to some tiny cabins to enjoy Memorial Day. Where we go, the second we get on the property, my cell phone cuts out. Nice. So it is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so we are we're looking forward to that. Cool. It's funny you say that, like, wherever we are in the mountains, self, cell service is always great in the mountains. It's really fascinating out here. <laughs> Was that sarcasm? No, it's it's actually just an interesting, like, interesting oh, wow. thing. Like, yeah, like, cell service is pretty good out here. Huh. Yeah. Well, I've heard uh, cell service rise. It's like, it, it's like heat. It rises. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to write that one down, Lars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. James Bond related news today. Uh, Tina Turner died. I saw that. She yeah. did. Goldeneye. She was yep. 80, 83, 84. Yep. Yep. Which is, you know, that was something to see. So it's been a bit. We've been talking about all the uh, James Bond movies off and on for a while. Um, I think this is probably the most surprising one. Um, you know, I would tend to agree with you. Uh, we're talking about Octopussy tonight. What were you most surprised about? That it was actually good. I oh. actually liked it. Yeah, like this was actually surprising. Like for a I... title, for a movie with with such a dumb title, actually good. We watched a different movie then. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bored the entire time. But okay, wow. I'm not gonna yuck. I'm not gonna yuck anybody's yum. Yeah, okay. Yep. 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 Let's let's <clears throat> let's get into it. Yeah, yep. re- read us out, Dad. What, uh... All right. Octo- what's it about? Octo- Octopussy. It was uh, made in 1983. So, Bond investigates the murder of 009, killed in East Berlin, while dressed as a circus clown and carrying a fake Fabergé egg. I never thought I would a- ever say that complete sentence <laughs> out loud one time. But, an identical egg appears at an auction and Bond establishes a buyer exiled Afghan prince Kamil Khan, who is working with Orlov, a renegade Soviet general who is seeking to expand Soviet borders in Europe. Bond meets Octopussy, a wealthy woman who leads the Octopus cult. Bond finds out that Orlov has been supplying Khan with priceless Soviet treasures, replacing them with replicas while Khan has been smuggling the real versions into the West via Octopussy's circus troupe. Bond infiltrates the circus and finds that Orlov replaced the Soviet treasures with a nuclear warhead primed to explode at a U.S. Air Force base in West Germany. The explosion would trigger Europe into seeking disarmament in the belief that a bomb was an American one that had detonated by accident, leaving the West borders open to Soviet invasion. Bond deactivates the warhead and then returns to India, joining an assault on Khan's palace. My my main thought about this was, we we've all agree it's it's the most ridiculous title in the entire series. Can we can we agree on that one? It's, oh, very much so. Uh, oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um, much like how Live and Let Die has such a bombastic, perfect theme song and such a terrible movie. I was really surprised by this, by the title is ridiculous and terrible, and yet the movie's pretty good. 
it's not his best. It's not the best Bond movie, but it's got a a decent villain plot. Um, yep. It has a pretty good set pieces, and it's not over the top gadgetry. Everything is relatively, you know, relatively. I don't want to use the word grounded, but it's not ludicrous. Um, there is a lot of garbage in this. I will, I will admit that there's a lot of terrible shit in this. Um, but I, I was enjoyed it most. Of, most of what was happening on screen, I enjoyed. Tarzan yell, notwithstanding. <laughs> I wrote that one down too, uh, Lucas. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have to agree with you. I was pleasantly surprised at. I, I love the opening sequence. That that jet that he flies, that was I looked it up. That was actually set a record. That's the world's smallest jet plane that he flew. Well, of course, Roger Moore didn't fly it, but right. he, the the pilot that flew that, that was the smallest jet plane ever. And when it goes through the hangar. That wasn't special effects. He actually flew that plane through that hangar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. I mean, a, a, a fun tidbit there, I guess. I liked once again. I'll, I'll echo you, Lucas. I I liked the fact that it wasn't overdone with gadgetry. Um, it was. It had a decent. I mean, it was a decent villain plot. That hey, if I make a nuclear warhead explode on a U.S. base, people will think it's an accident and will try to disarm everything. Uh, that was that was logical as opposed to, what, what was it, um, um, the man with the golden gun where he was ending up trying to sell sell rights to, to solar power or something? I mean, that yes. was kind of hokey. But I, um, I, I liked it. I, once again, it was very formula. But mm-hmm. hey, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you both are fucking nuts. No, 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 no. So, so yes, not as worse, not the worst James Bond movie that we've seen. It's better of his outings. I think I just I was bored, and it it was meandering for me in a way that huh. I mean, a, a lot of the James Bond movies they're kind of hangout movies and that like you know we just go and we're getting around and doing stuff and i agree with you i like i actually like the open sequence a lot i was like oh this is okay yeah we're off to the races cool and then you know the the little the twerp with the knife the twins the twins yes a um (laughs) you know gets the clown and and all that and the clown you know makes it to british um I guess it's the British Embassy, right? right. Um, but that was 009. Right. Yeah. All that's fine. We don't see them for another hour and a half. And it's just like this... I, I just... I, I don't know. I just... It, it <laughs> lost... It just lost me. And, and I just... I didn't... I wasn't gripped after that. The whole con... Like, he's the a main baddie, but is Orloff the real bad guy? Because Orloff dies but then Khan is the one that he's really trying to rescue Octopussy from and and it I guess for me there wasn't like a clear guy you know I, I, yeah, I'm I going to go that. try to fight Goldfinger or Grant or um, 
I, I, Blofeld. Yep. No, I, I agree. Or, or even, or even Scarmanga. Yep. 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 That's all. I mean, so, no, it, it was not terrible. I didn't like the song. No, 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 I didn't either. It's, it, it was very <laughs> an 80s. all-time high. Like, oh, yeah. wow, we are wow. we are ballsy here, folks. We are <laughs> yeah. we're coming out swinging. That uh, <laughs> this is the all-time best that we could do. <laughs> I, I, I think for, I think for me at, at a at a like a fifty thousand foot level, I liked the fact that it was it was very Cold War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, oh, I agree. It was. Um, we actually saw them go through the Berlin Wall. You had to go through gates, and a lot of and a lot Very of cool. people that would watch that movie now would not even understand what the heck is that, because mm-hmm. that's all gone. And I thought that was really cool that we get to to freeze that in time in a movie so that it's it's captured. I guess that. Yes. I don't, I don't know. That was. I thought that was pretty cool that it wasn't Spectre. It wasn't something made up. It really was Russian bad guys, and then it was a it was a a twisted Russian general that was just in it for a lot of it was for the money, yeah. but he was also trying to right. take over to make it he the wants, Soviet Union again. Wants to be right. the hero of the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. Is this like the first time, like the first popular film that saw a a rogue Russian general? Like it, or or that popularized the concept. I don't. Also, I don't know. also side note, the 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 Soviet command center we see at the beginning with that giant rotating disc. Oh, all time that all time villain bosses. I all time villain, bo- villain layers. <laughs> I wrote like, I wrote that down. I want the rotating <laughs> disc. <laughs> like, it's so impractical, but that's not the that's the point. Exactly. It's like. I'm going to rotate the desk so you can look at the screen, or you could just do this. Yeah. And look at the screen. No, I'm going to rotate the entire desk around. And then immediately afterwards, Orloff says, um, says the West is decadent. Immediately after <laughs> after rotating the entire thing so they don't have to tra- uh, strain their necks. Or, or plunging his hands in, like, uh, cases of jewels and all that right. kind of, yeah. Question on why is it called Octopussy? Yeah, that's when, a, that is because a... because she's just the Bond girl. Now she she's more than just the Bond girl. Like she actually has some agencies. She she like has a cult of women that you know yep. she has troops and all that kind of stuff. Who the troops look like Flash Gordon and the one with the major hair with the red outfits. Yeah, and well, the, like yeah. The little... <laughs> mm-hmm. Was it Flash yeah. Gordon? I forget. They looked like. Like space aliens, yes. uh, but I, I don't know. That was an odd choice because she's not like the bad guy. She's actually she's the good guy. She's a, a co-hero of it. Uh-huh. But I don't know. And we also and, we don't meet her for another yeah. extended yeah. chunk of time. And it was it um, was it was just a they just stole the the title. It was Octopussy, and I think there was another one. It was in a book with like two short stories or something. So. Obviously, the producer said, "Okay, we're going to make the next one and check this title out." Yes. We're going to use this. <laughs> going back to the music for a second, because you're talking about it jumps around, because it does jump around. So we're going to jump around as well, because that makes sense. Um, one of the bits that I thought was so dumb, and I loved every second of it, was he gets off the boat, and he uh, in India, 
and there's the Steak Charmer, and the Steak Charmer's charm song is the James Bond theme. So dumb. Loved it. Thought do it was you, perfect. Do you no know notes. What? I actually read why. Because the original, I think it's like because the original song that was based off of is based off like a Hindu like sitar thing, right? It, it was actually John Barry wasn't in the last one because of some kind of tax something problems he was going through and he got he was able to get back into this movie and produce the music and mm-hmm. he tried to make sure everybody understood that this was a once again a real James Bond movie because the last one was like Eye of the Tiger kind of rocky mm. movie yeah and he was trying to emphasize that hey, that's I'm right. It was Bill Conti, the last one, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that was fun. Yeah, the, there. I and I liked. Uh, I've seen that in that the guy before. He was in something else. Yep, Louis uh, Louis Jordan. Uh, he's a and I'm sure he's actor. been. In, I'm sure he's been in a bunch of stuff. But he was in. Um, he was the bad guy in Swamp Thing. Believe it or not. <laughs> but. Not, not what I was originally thinking of, but, you know. <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know. I just remember that. He was, once again, he was the same kind of schmarmy, cool Frenchman. Louis. Oh, I don't mean, I don't mean the, the bad guy, bad guy. I mean VJ. Oh, 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 VJ. Yes. What, he was, what was he in? The, hin- the Hindu Indian, yeah. Oh, he was in. I oh, he was in Star Trek for the Voyage Home. He's like oh. one of the guys on the screen. Like he's one like, hey, the probes come. Like, yep. Please mm-hmm. help us. Um, okay. And then is he that died. the only way that I, that's the only reason I know him? <laughs> yep, that was it. I'm like, well, that... you look familiar. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think um, I think the use of a skill saw yo-yo was just incredible. Yep. I, whoever <laughs> thought of that one, I'm like, wow. I mean, I, the, can you imagine? It's, it's... Can you imagine your hands if you use one of those things? <laughs> yes. Something I, I have thought about a lot with these is that when we think of James Bond, we think of, we generally think of Sean Connery. But when we think of a Bond movie, we're thinking about the Roger Moore stuff. And we're specifically thinking about James Bond's effect on pop culture. Okay. I'm not saying like individual Bond movies. When I think of a Bond movie, I think of Goldfinger. But when I think of what a Bond movie derisively looks like it's something from a from a, from a Roger Moore movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I understand uh, where you're going with it. And while this may be one of the better, the more grounded, and it involves clowns and a nuclear missile. Um, I actually it, thought the clowns were good for some reason. They It wasn't, I don't know, I, well once again, I'm not sure why they had a circus theme, but it's, prob- it's probably a holdover from the book. Maybe. I feel like that's a holdover from the book. Yeah, but I don't know that that whole thing, and then it kind of made the uh, the like the American general watching the watching the circus while a clown tries to convince him that there's a, a, a nuclear warhead about to explode was that was kind of weird. But he I, yells like Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> he yells like Tarzan. Yeah. Like it's just I. Uh... I know. I don't know. I, I don't like. I didn't focus on that. <laughs> I, 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 so, 
I mean, I understand Tarzan as a care, like you know, cultural character, right? Like you know, he's a that's that that's a universal. We get it, but isn't at this point James Bond that too? So why why was that choice made? Mm-hmm. I guess I mean because yeah. it's you know you know if it was like a <clears throat> if it's like a cheap laugh because you know you maybe don't know this character or you don't like you know just trying right. to do something with the scene or whatever but we know james bond you know this is actually supposed to be a really tense scene like they're we're running through the jungle there's a cat that he tells or there's a tiger that he tells to sit yeah um which is equally as dumb but um <laughs> you know it, it, it's like th- this is supposed to be a really tense scene i mean there's like they're chasing him in elephants which was that was actually pretty cool that they're they're using the elephants to kind of yep. basically do like a fox hunt. Um, yep. That was pretty neat. But then it's like, well, you you've devolved, <laughs> diluted all the tension with this like one-off little gag. You know, one, it, it was I like wish, a. It was, I wish sorry, I could but, remember. No, I, re- I wish I could remember when you said that. What movie it was where exactly the same thing happened? It was very tense, and then it just went because they. They threw a joke into it, and it kind of diffused it. I don't remember which well, one it well, was. Uh, there's the a, there, there's a happened. Yeah. You mean, there's same a whole, James Bond movie, you mean? No, no, no. Or it was like another a, James Bond movie, and you made the same comment, uh, which okay. we all agreed with, that, yeah, this was leading up towards tense, and then they just completely derailed it with a joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, whoa. That's a common problem in a lot of film now. It's like the, the Joss Whedon school of filmmaking, where he said something akin to make them sad, make them cry, but then immediately after, for the love of God, make them make them laugh. Yeah. And everyone has adapted this, and we're not allowed to breathe in tense moments anymore. Um, my only thought is that either in in universe. James Bond is a Tarzan fan somehow, and like, well, I'm never going to get a chance to do this. <laughs> Now yeah. I, okay. I, I do want to give a I do want to give a shout out to the stuntmen on the train and the stuntmen mm. on that last plane because you can see when when Roger Moore and the guy are fighting it's all green screen but then there are shots where there are actual stuntmen on a plane outside while they're flying as well as when they had that whole fight on the top of the train, and how many movies have done that, there were scenes where there were actual people on the top of that train on the side of it that... That could have died. Could and have they're died. They're, exactly. And their last thought would have been, I'm dying in the one where he yells like Tarzan. <laughs> okay, you, you're going to need to just <laughs> evacuate this is that what, out of your head. This is, this is what I've done with my life. <laughs> Well, actually, I no. read I read that the stuntman on the train, they miscalculated a turn or something, and they didn't realize there was a pole. And when he went around the corner, he broke his leg on the pole. So oh he didn't die, but there there is something. I mean, I I don't like. I think Lucas, you made a point one time that you know visual effects artists, you know CGI, they're they're artists and and. Like, just because something's practical doesn't mean it's better. Nope. It's not. But when it's done well, like in those two things that you're talking about, yep. there's some weight to it. No, there's I, some I, that that I, okay, I can, I can appreciate that. I don't want my actors to die 
watching. I don't want to watch someone die for a film. At the same time, Christopher Nolan suplexed a truck. He did that what? That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> in the in the Dark Knight, he flips. He actually physically flipped oh, that truck. Right. He suplexed. Yes. Yeah, he suplexed it. Yeah. 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 That was pretty. That's, that's, that's pretty. <laughs> I, 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 no comments on that one. But yeah. No. No. No notes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it was, and I, I found it. The whole movie, it was not, well, of course, it's James Bond, so it's not as misogynistic and whatever, until they get to a scene where he grabs her and it's this forced kiss. I'm like, wow. Why why did they do that? Yeah, that was bad. The, the, The one that, like, irked me, the not necessarily irked me the most, that's not the right way to phrase it, the one that seemed the most out of character was when he's in Q's lab. And he, he points the... Oh, that is that is total frat boy move. Yeah. Which one? When he points uh, the he... camera at the girl's boobs. Oh, yes. Boobs. Good lord. But, hey, look at this. Boobs. I know. Uh, yeah. 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 Am, I, am I right? It's like, really? You're, you're, you know, say what you will about Roger Moore, but he's he's definitely played him as like an English gentleman. Yeah. Yes. Plus, for God's sake, that... Roger Moore was 87 years old when he made this movie, so... <laughs> well, mm-hmm. not really. <laughs> But the next one, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I liked I liked the fact I remember seeing this movie in the in the theater and when he showed the Seiko watch, that was brand mm-hmm. that was brand new. And mm-hmm. that was everybody went, Oh wow, look at that. That's look at how high tech that is. <laughs> that line from Douglas Adams, you know, a group of people who still think digital watches are pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still an analog guy, but I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I, I know, I understand where you're going, Lars, because I had to, you had to completely suspend. We all have to suspend this, you know, belief in all these when we watch them. I guess I didn't, I, I'm not saying you focus on them. I just didn't think about it that way. I just watched it with, okay, this is, some of this stuff is pretty good. It's not over the top. Well, for a James they're, Bond, they're, for a James Bond movie, named yeah, Octopussy. <laughs> named Octopussy. <Yeah. laughs> I think I just really like the fact that they, the villains, discounting Louis Jordan. I didn't really think he was the villain. It was Orloff. He was the bad guy. Yeah, he was the bad right. guy. And I think they did him a disservice by killing him off so early. I think he would have. That was really the the, the story. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a good one. That you know he came yep. up with this plot that is going to make it look like the U.S. did this, and then they'll de-escalate, and then he'll take over. So, okay, yeah, I I agree. If they had stuck with that, yeah. that's where I, I that's where I'm saying it's like right. It was just a little convoluted. But now, again, to be fair, uh, it was. Heads and shoulders above a lot of the other ones. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't Diamonds Are Forever. It was no, and or Live and Let, or, or you know, it wasn't as like cringy as Live and Let Die. What was the one with the AMC car? Was that Man with the Golden Gun? They all blur. Yes. Is it the one yeah, where, he um, it, where he does the with the sheriff in it for two movies? Anything with the sheriff in it was bad. Yeah. So no, this one, while not an all-time high. See what I did whoa, there. Whoa, whoa. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was, you know, not, not terrible, which is, I guess, uh, what I could say for Roger Moore. 
right? It wasn't wasn't terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and they didn't which... they didn't play um, baccarat. They played backgammon, which was weird. Yeah, which was weird. But it but what was but it? Lucas, it was it, in India though, right? No, but Lucas, it's not really weird because in 1983 there was a backgammon craze that went through the United States where even like like, like like your aunt Angela, you there were bars set up where you'd go play backgammon. Oh yeah, I mean it was she used to go all the time. And, I've never played a game of backgammon. And it lasted, that, I, I, that whole yeah. craze lasted about 12 and a half hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. But no, it was a big deal. And actually, it's a it's a fairly good game. But And you're right, Lars. I think it's it's Middle East, Indian maybe, mm-hmm. origin. But I mean, that's part cheesy. The game of life. Yeah. Oh, the game of Pe- life, really, yes. Pinochle. 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 Right. I always like saying that. Pinochle. A weird name. You know what else is a weird name? Octopussy. <laughs> what? Oh, I, <laughs> I handed that to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, luckily, somebody actually died from having the octopus on their face. So. Was yes. that your real? Like, is that your given name? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Angela Octopussy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she, even, she even said it. She even said it, that was her dad's nickname for her. Like in, in oh. the universe, oh, yeah. her dad was a, was an octopus person somehow. I don't remember exactly why. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Octopus person. Why would? You, but why? Like, even if well, you like were like half man, half octopus, or like yeah, yeah, he's he octopus. Or if you were a octopus. marine biologist, why would you ever nickname your daughter octopus? Yeah. That's just yeah. What world are you in? So this was the year where it was the dueling bonds. Yes. Oh, and right. I heard, I heard that the, James Brolin actually, there's test screens of him. He was going to be the next James Bond. He was going to be in this mm. movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, the, they, they have done that several times. Like when uh, one of the actors they intended to have for um, On Her Majesty's Secret Service was Timothy Dalton. Oh wow! Yeah, like but he, they said he was fourteen years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they, I think they because. Roger Moore was only contracted, like Moonraker and For Your Eyes Only were like on was, a case by case basis. I think it was, and then it was, yeah. yeah, and then it was this one, and then the one after this one, <laughs> that kind of did it. But <clears throat> I think like the producers were like, hey, we you know we're going up against Sean Connery. We need to make sure that like our current guy is still here. So they 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 got him to to stay. I've seen this. Octopussy before. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Never Say Never Again. Oh, what? I have seen. I've never. I've never seen it. Actually, you, I have actually, seen one part of that movie. Actually, you have seen it. If you, if, it's called Thunderball. If you watch Thunderball, <laughs> you've seen the movie. <laughs> yep. I I have seen one part of of Never Say Never Again, and that's where he has the video game duel against the bad guy. Yes. Yes. Because video games were like, oh, that was the new and upcoming thing. Yes. And he that, plays that in video- backgammon. And don't even yeah. get me started about video backgammon. Like, <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and you know, you bring up an interesting point. That was another reason why they had the James Bond theme sprinkled everywhere in this movie to to trademark it that this is a uh, real movie. Yep. Yes. Uh, yep, that, that, this, yep. Yep. We're not one of those fake ones. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. No, I mean, we, we, we've hit the, we've hit the point. We've hit critical mass with this. It's fine. Like it's, it's good. I liked this one a lot compared to several of Roger Moore's outings. It's not the best, but most of my enjoyment comes from, from the fact that I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it compared yep. to the fact that it's called. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. And, and we didn't have to watch Roger Moore. Always a plus in a Roger Moore, James Bond movie. Limit the physical action. (laughs) That man should not be running around. Lucas, where where can folks find us? Uh, We can be found on the internet at basically any streaming, uh, any podcast platform you can think of. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you want to do. If you're already listening to us, you probably know where you can find us. But tell your friends. Our, yes. <laughs> Our theme music, Iron Curtain Shuffle, made by the incredible William Lloyd. Find her at Here Lies Lil on Twitter. James Bond will return in... Never Say Never Again. 